All right, welcome back to the Risk Report. This is episode number 84. Uh, that song was an old song now. That came out in, I think it says 2018, but we came out with that. We came out with that, me and Mikey SB, 2016, I think, maybe two years prior to that. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, shout out to Mikey SB. He's got a show tonight in Lake Worth, Propaganda. I'm going to be checking that out. Just bought tickets. There's a, a quite a lineup. There's a little like summer tour these rappers are doing and um looks like it's coming down in uh in Lake Worth. So, if you haven't checked out Mikey SB, I've had him on the podcast. We have an episode together maybe about 20 episodes back. Um so it's definitely time for him to come back on. Um but if you haven't checked out Mikey SB, Check them out. Make sure you check out uh, Instagram. It's Mikey SB. Just on on Spotify, iTunes, whatever you listen to your music on, Mikey SB. The dude crushes it. Like I've said before in other podcasts, he's one of the most consistent artists I've ever met. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Seriously, ever. He's, uh, he's a worker. He's a workhorse, you know? And just a good all-around positive dude. And without Mikey SB, I wouldn't be on Anchor, you know? So shout-out to Mikey SB. I'll see him later. Um, Man, my summer is ending. I know I haven't been on here. I'm such a fuck, right? It's your friendly neighborhood asshole here again. Uh, making excuses as to why I'm not on doing a fucking podcast. But, dude. Yeah, I've just been, you know... Hanging out with this cat a lot. I've just been, um, I started tattooing, um, practicing tattoos, right? Um, and just fucking around, skating, right? I was I was doing a summer camp skating and I pulled my hamstring. Mm. I pulled my hamstring on Friday, so a week ago now. And it still fucking hurts. I think, honestly, I may have torn a slight tear in my hamstring. Because I couldn't fucking walk for two days. And still pretty, it's still pretty stiff. Um, so yeah, man, I'm just getting to that age where it's like, fuck, I got to start treating my body better, you know? And like, I know what happened. What happened was I started going to the gym, right? Because my summer's done. August, August 1st, August 2nd, your boy is back to being a full teacher. All right. So, you know, I'm trying, we, we got like two weeks left and I'm trying to kind of get in the zone. Uh, July was kind of me trying to get back into the, into the zone. And, um, so I started going to the gym again. I'm like, I got to work out. I'm 28. I'm fucking, I'm looking down at my abs. You know, the, it, what used to be six solid abs is now, you know, four, <laughs> four flabby fucks. Right. <clears throat> and, um, so I'm looking at that and I'm just like, dude, I got to get it together. Right. What am I doing? And so I started going to the gym. I was doing abs every day uh, with my workouts, you know, with either chest or whatever I was working out that day, I'm hitting abs too. You know, whatever I'm working out that day, I'm running 10 fucking minutes on the on the treadmill before I even start my workout, right? So I was doing that uh, for like two weeks and then and skating. And then I was just skating, man, dehydrated. I never stretch, right? I never fucking stretch like an idiot and... Boom, just I hear like a snap or like a pop or something in my leg and my fucking thigh, back of my thigh. And I just went down. 
right? I just went down. I'm holding my leg like, holy shit, I can't. This is horrible pain, horrible pain. I couldn't get up. I had to get up and walk over and just fucking lay there, you know, and just like, damn, son, right? So I'm dealing with that. Can't skate for like another month at least. I'm, you know, I'm my own diagnosis. It's crazy because it's like, I have uh I have insurance right now. I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm I'm covered, baby. I could go to the doctor right now. I have insurance and um something in my I don't know what it is. I don't know if skating did it to me. I don't know what because I just don't go to the doctors, right? Like back in the day it was a little understandable if I didn't have insurance or something I couldn't pay for it or something. Um you know, I would just ride it out, but all my injuries, I kind of just self-diagnosed and I'm like, yeah, this is, that's what, that's what's going on. You know, if it definitely felt worse, I would go, but I'm walking, I'm standing, can't do anything too crazy though. I literally might go buy a cane, right? Um, So yeah, take, take care of yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? The older you get, I'm starting to feel it, you know, um all the injuries and damage that I've done, not going to the doctor too, on top of that. Um, it's just left me, you know, left my body a little, a little tender. I got to take care of it. So getting back into that and, um, just been tattooing as well. I bought that machine. Like I said, I was going to do bought the machine, started practicing on all the fake skin. I'm pretty much out of fake skin. So I had to move to the real skin. Um, Tattooed my fingers, right? Uh, tattooed my leg, came out pretty good. And it's just, you know, it's just practicing that. Like, I feel like I could get it pretty good. Um, it's an interesting medium. I'll call it a medium, you know, because it's like you have to, the machine's going to do the work. You just have to either have it at the right setting. So that's a big thing is figuring out the voltage figuring out what's a good speed for the needle to just be fucking piercing, right? You don't want to put your needle so far in there, you just destroy somebody's arm, right? You, you blow out lines, which yeah, I've got blown out lines. I think everyone kind of has blown out line here or there. But mine are like really, I think, fully blown out, you know? Like, uh, I think that's what they've done around here. Not everybody, but... Um, and so I don't want to do that. So my, my tattoos are a lot more of a gentle touch, but it's you can't be too gentle, right? You can't be too gentle to where it's not going to fucking stay. So you have to get it deep enough in there. It's a certain layer of skin, you know? And so it's just interesting, man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited because I really think this is something that I could do on my own and on the side. And, um, we'll see what happens with that, you know, maybe not set too crazy of expectations, just work on it because I like it, you know, um, working on gaining skills and, and shit like that. Um, yeah, so just been practicing that a lot. I think I should practice it more, you know, there's times where I get lazy or whatever, I'll, I'll fucking play Xbox or something, but it's like, yeah, I gotta just practice practice more like i said i'm out of fake skin I, you know i can I'm, I'm i'm dedicated to tattooing both of my legs right as much of my legs as i can myself but it's like man this shit takes time to heal uh i gotta shave my fucking no i'm gonna have patches all over <laughs> all over my legs and shit and um 
And so it's, it is what it is, man. I, we got people that are interested in getting a tattoo, but they haven't pulled the trigger and come over yet to get it done. Things like that. Things like that. But overall, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, what else? What else have I done with my summer? So I got into the tattooing. I performed for the first time. I haven't performed in two years. Probably more. Probably more. Maybe like two and a half, three years. I would say I haven't fucking performed at a show, at an open mic, at an open jam. Nothing. Um, And I've been going out to the Hullabaloo's on Tuesdays because my homies are there. Insanely talented musicians are there. And they jam. They play together. They do, they do a fantastic job. And they sound so fucking good, you know? And, um, so I've been going out there and just watching, being a pussy, you know what I mean? Being a fucking pussy because I'm just sitting there watching and listening and being like, damn, they're so good, right? Enjoying my time talking to people like, yeah, make music, let's link up, blah, blah, blah. I got the podcast. Um, and I get there and Trey, every time, you know, Trey's in there with the drums and he's just killing it. And he always gives me the look and he's like, yo, you signing up, right? You signing up, right? You signing up. And so after the fourth week of him being like, bro, you signed up, right? Like, put your name on that list today. The other day, he was like, put your name on the list, dude. And I was like, ah, fuck, man. I I owe it to him. I owe it to him, you know, because this is a dude who I've performed with for years, you know, years and years, uh, open jams together in, in shows and you know, just a good dude. We've produced a lot of music together. He's been on the podcast. He's actually, statistically speaking, we've got the most uh, popular podcast episode. Him and Trey, uh, me and Trey, the the trippy trippy Tuesdays with Trey Dark. So we'll get him back in here. So, anyways, you know, he's he's like sign sign up, and I was like, fuck, man, I gotta do it, right? And so I do it. I sign up. I put my name pretty much last on the list. I'm like, fuck it, dude. I waited till the last minute till they were like, okay, we're closing off signing. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll sign the fucking name, right? So I sign my name and dude, just this overwhelming anxiety and and just pressure that I was putting on myself. And I, I've never felt that before in my life. I'm telling you, man. I've never, it was so odd. It was so fucking odd. You know, it's like, what is going on? Like, why am I feeling like this? Because all the people there are super nice, but everyone's insanely talented. And so it was almost like I felt like I was like, like, fuck, I don't want to let anybody down. I don't want to let the boys down here playing in the band. Uh, You know, I just want to sound good. I just want to, I just want to, uh, be able to be on par with them, you know, not, not be better than them, not do, you know, just, just be on par with everybody. That's what I, with my anxiety, I guess, because I haven't done it in so fucking long, which is insane to me because I never, never had anxiety, not the first time performing, you know, not any of that, not when putting on shows. I mean, you get a little excitement, I think, in the stomach or whatever, like a little nervous excitement. Okay, I'm about to go up. You go up. Um, But fuck, man, I was like, I was like really tripping. You know, I had, I was like, man. So I, I drank a couple beers. 
went to the car, started playing my songs in the car. I'm like, I don't want to fuck up any words, you know, and I'm like rehearsing the songs and stuff. I'm like, which one should I do? Should I just sing a cover? Should I do an original? My voice sounds like shit. <laughs> I'm sitting in the car and I'd be like singing or rapping. And, and then after the whole thing, I'd just be like, God, I sound like shit, right? I sound fucking horrible. What is wrong with me? And uh, so I don't know what that was. This weird, overwhelming pressure to just go up and perform one song. It's like, dude, chill the fuck out. Go perform a song. You've done it a million times. What is the big deal? And, uh, you know, it could have been a mix of excitement that I haven't done it in so long. and But it was definitely more of like, whoa, I haven't done it in so long. Am I going to be good enough to hang with these guys? You know, am I, am I good enough to even fucking do this, you know? And that's that could be that overcritical artistic mime and stuff. And, and maybe I've had that always in the back of my head. But I always had more of... um mentality to to push through that you know to just say fuck it you know so what's the worst i could lose i gotta do it anyways i gotta go try it um and so you know whatever my name gets called up the band is so good we got a piano player we got a we got a there was a dude with a fucking trumpet there was a dude uh with uh, playing the bass guitar and, and you know lorenzo was on the bass Trey was on the drums. We got a piano player, guitar player, and then the dude with the with the trumpet. And uh, it's like, all right. And I show him, I show him melt, right? And I show him my song quick, like maybe fifteen seconds of the riff, right? I show it to the guitar player, the piano, and the guitar player starts playing it immediately. Everyone just starts getting into it, and I'm just like, oh man, this is sounding already fucking good, right? That's how nasty they are, and. Um, and I performed, you know, and I just fucking let it out there. Um, it went well. Everyone was fucking vibing, you know. I had wh whoever was left there, which maybe like 40, 50 people. Um, they were all attention on me, vibing, definitely looking at me like, whoa, I did not expect this from this guy with the fucking dumb mustache, right? Um, and, uh, and, and so that went well. I know personally, it's like, oh, I stumbled up on a word at the second verse. <laughs> My voice didn't sound all that great when I was singing the fucking chorus. It's like, you know, I got to just work. But, you know, it didn't discourage me. And the second I got up on there and I grabbed the microphone and, and started, you know, rapping and singing, it was like I was I was home. I was comfortable. That anxiety that that was clenching inside of me just kind of dissipated. I'm looking around. I'm making eye contact with people. I'm, you know, it just it just kind of like it, I got back to why I do it. I, I got back to what I like about that, and and just and then turning around and and flowing, and I'm rapping, and the band is over there, like you know, like damn, all right. And uh, just everyone, we're, we're, we're in sync. We're vibing. We got that frequency going. And um, and so after it was like, oh, whew, what a relief, right? It's like I took a massive dump or something. <laughs> so it's like a relief of like, oh, God, finally, right? And then the second I left, 
it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do next week? What song? They fucking crushed it. Should I do that same song and, and try and sing it better? Should I do another song, you know, and just, yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm going to be out there again probably every week, you know, if not every other week. Definitely when Trey and, and Zoe are out there playing. Um, But it's like sometimes you got to take that leap, right? Sometimes you got to take that fucking leap, man. Of and and generally, I mean, you guys have been with me for eighty five, eighty four episodes, right? Those that are listening, it's like if you if you remember, if you see, if you heard those those podcasts, you know where my mentality stands. You know where you know where I feel about that type of shit. You got to just do it and not give a fuck and not overthink it and not not stress about it and. I think I get anxieties like every normal person, you know, but that the other night was like a anxiety, like a, a pressure. That's the way I can describe it, you know, a pressure. But it was all in here. It was all me. It was the only barrier, the only block stopping me from doing these things is me, you know. In fact, I had people encouraging me to fucking do it. And I wouldn't, you know, it took me weeks to do it, right? People that wanted wanted to perform. And then it's also like I, when I was there, I felt that obligation to do it because it's like, you know, Zoe, Trey, these are dudes I've, I've known for almost 10 years now making music. Um, we've We've made so much music together. We've worked together. We've played together like crazy. So I had that obligation of like, you know, I miss playing with them. I miss the sound and the feeling we got when we played together. And I didn't think that maybe they missed that with me too, right? Maybe they missed that. I didn't think about that, you know? And so I had that. Then I thought about it going up. It's like I had that obligation. So it's almost like I didn't even do it for myself. <laughs> I just did it because I knew it meant something to them as well. And, um, and yeah, man, I just did it, you know? And I remember telling Zoe, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm kind of tripping. Like, I don't know why I'm so fucking nervous. And he looked at me, he's like, bro, what? You got this. What are you talking about? Just do a cover, bro. Just do something. Do a cover. So I'm like, so Zoe, you've heard me singing, bro. Like, I suck it. He's like, dude, do a Mac Miller cover or something. Do a, do what's the use? And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's a good dude. Sometimes you just need that, that, that like, bro, what are you talking about? You know? Um, but that was odd, you know? And, and what's interesting is like, I've been, uh, I've been wanting to try a new skill as well. I've been wanting to find open mics for comedy, specifically for comedy, just to kind of fuck around and see what I could do with that, you know? At the very worst, I could just stand there and, and look in the way I look with this mustache. I could probably just get ripped on by the crowd and just, you know, make them laugh that way, <laughs> you know, or just fucking say the jokes that I have in mind. You know, I'm starting to get the these ideas where it's like I'm just talking shit in my head and then I'm like, oh, wait, this would be a it's going to be a good joke. So then I'll write a little note of like the idea. So I have like maybe 30 ideas and, and each idea, if you think about it, 
the way you could look at it is like each idea is probably like a two minute to five minute bit. You know what I mean? Like maybe I could riff off, do a couple jokes in there within within this subject area, and then maybe just build a build a set like that. You know, I know when you're starting off, you go up there, you get two minutes, you get five minutes, um, and that probably seems like an eternity. And it's also like you also have to go in there and hit the ground running, and just get them get them cracking up off the off rip. So. You know, that's something that, like I learned with music, you're only going to learn by going out there, performing with these people, putting yourself out there, and then seeing what the fuck happens, right? And so I, I needed that in many ways, you know, uh, what I did on Tuesday, going out to the Open Jam. I needed that in more ways than I probably think, you know, um, because it's like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta just do it. Yeah, I've been producing music here. I've been singing, bro. My neighbors probably hate me because I, I've been sitting in here and I'll fucking use this microphone. I'll, I'll set up a whatever karaoke. Basically, I set up my own karaoke and I'll just do covers and I'll sing covers. And I'm just kind of trying to work on my voice and, you know, and then just, just been doing shit like that, performing to myself. And it's like, yeah, just fucking go out on Tuesdays, bro. Meet people, perform with people. There's got to be, you know, remember how it was. I remember how it was, man. <laughs> My life's just taken such a different direction, man. Like if I, I've been thinking lately too, which is kind of fucked about, you know, where I wanted to be at this age, you know, at, at 28, when I was 23, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, where did I want to be at, at this age? And, you know, I, I suppose I wanted to be here, but not, not in this way. You know, I wanted to, I didn't think I was going to be a teacher at 23. I had no, no concept of that even being my, um, my job, you know? And so I think that that role in this part of my life, this career, it's, it's changing me for sure. And it might be changing the trajectory of where I'm going, and juggling all these things, you know, it's like, well, what, and I, and I keep adding things to juggle, like the tattoo, and I just said I wanted to pick up comedy, that's a fucking joke in itself, right? So it's like, I'm adding these things, and the more I juggle, maybe something, something gets dropped along the way, and so I always want to be vigilant of, of, of my duty to music, right? My obligation to music, I feel like, is a big one. Um, because there's something about that art form in particular, uh, where you're just not only letting out, you know, your emotions through your words, but you're letting out your emotions, thoughts, feelings in your voice, in your playing, in your notes, in your melodies, in your riffs, in every single thing that's in music is, <clears throat> is, um, a reflection of the people that are working that and you know it's a spiritual thing more so than anything so yeah i might not be where i thought i wanted to be with music but i'm still making music i'm here uh you know pushing myself to go out here and just start meeting people again and just get back into the music so that's a blessing in itself um so with that, I'm going to let you guys go.
I think I got about two minutes left to record on this free shit <laughs> for Spotify for Spotify through Anchor. Um, they want they want me to pay twenty bucks a month. I don't think I'm gonna do that because I'm not putting so many out. So we'll figure something out. This might be the last video. The rest might just be straight to audio like we were doing, but I kind of like that too. Um, so anyways, thank you guys for rocking with me. I'll be back again. Um, yeah, I'm going to check out Mike ESB. If you're in the area, go to Lake Worth, Propaganda, Mike ESB, um, Suicide Saints, and I forget who else. But yeah, we'll be out there. Maybe play a little pool after. All right. Take care, everybody. Peace 